0: shit a motherfucking layup i been staff curry with the shot been cooking with the sauce chef curry with the pot boy live from the 301 live from the live pot from the i want to welcome my audience to episode number 40 of curry in the Pie. yes number 40 of curry in the Pie. we are 40 episodes in episode 40 just happened to arrive on thanksgiving so i just want to thank everybody For supporting me, I'm just thankful for all my supporters, everybody that's been in my corner, rocking with me and riding with me through this journey of success. Just thank you. I'm truly thankful for everybody. It's too many people to name, but you guys know who you are. Thanks for riding with me on this journey. And happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, man. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. So, week 11 is in the books, Got week 12 coming up It's an exciting week We had an exciting week in week 11 So we're going to talk about week 11 We're going to recap that And of course we're going to talk about week 12 And my predictions So let's get right into it I went 10-4 and four on the picks As you all know, four teams on a bye I went 10-4 and four, guys So let's get right into it We had the Thursday nighter The Steelers and the Titans And that game was an absolute blowout Antonio Brown, Mr. Business is booming. Had ten catches, a buck forty-four receiving, and three TDs. Man, the guy was doing some Houdini stuff. Man, had a touchdown where he caught the ball on his helmet. The guy's just ridiculous, man. Antonio Brown, truly an all-time great receiver, man. He's gonna go down, man. He seems to, you know, just do it so consistently, so like effortlessly. The guy works so hard, man. Antonio Brown, man. So they won that game big. 40-17. to Marcus Mariota threw four interceptions. It was just an ugly game for Tennessee. Hopefully they bounce back against the Colts this upcoming Sunday. Moving on to the Sunday games. We have the Saints and the Redskins. Now, you guys know me. I'm a diehard Redskins fan. And... Something just didn't feel right when we had that lead. But I think it's unacceptable that with under three minutes to go, it was like 258. The Saints were still down 15 points, 31 to 16. Still, they were driving downfield, but they were still down by 15 points. They, they should not have won that game. You could point to a lot of things, the defense folding. You could point to the Kirk Cousins. Intentional grounding call, which, you know, the NFL said it wasn't, in fact, intentional grounding. But... That's a lot of things you could point to, but the Redskins just, you know, they just never felt a disappointment, man. There's always something going on with that team. The Saints, the red-hot New Orleans Saints got it done, though, 34-31. to I'm not going to discredit that team at all. They just pounded and dominated the Redskins on the ground with that two-headed rushing attack of Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, the rookie. Mark Ingram had 11 carries for 34, averaging 12 yards per carry. Alvin Kamara had eight carries for 42 yards. He still averaged five yards a carry. And he also did his thing, you know, catching the ball at the backfield with six catches, 74 yards. The Saints, man, they're rolling. And they're playing some defense. A little concern there with Marshawn Lattimore going down. But for the Redskins, they did lose Chris Thompson to a broken fibula. And Terrell Pryor Sr. will be out for the rest of the season with the ankle injury. We just found out that he was nursing his ankle injury since week two. So maybe that's cause for his production to have been down this year. But we don't know. I still think he catfished this all. But at least the injury is a little telling to maybe why. Moving right along, Lions, Bears, NFC North showdown. That game was really interesting for a little while. So it was a close game. In fact, the Lions won 27-24. Matthew Stafford threw two TDs. One to my guy Marvin Jones. And another another to Amir Abdullah. It's a two-yard pass to Amir Abdullah. Lions got it done. The Bears, they haven't been bad. They really haven't been bad. They haven't been a bad team, honestly. They just don't. Have the weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Defense is playing all right. Leonard Floyd did go down. Leonard Floyd went down in that game. carted off the field too. And But the Bears, like I said, they've been playing really competitive football all year long. Just wait till they get some peace on offense though. They'll be fine. Ravens-Packers. The first game that I picked incorrectly. I don't know. I just thought Brett Hundley was getting more comfortable in that Green Bay offense. But the Ravens, they got it done defensively they forced five turnovers five turnovers they shut out the packers 23 to zero on the road it's an impressive win for the ravens jaguars and browns the jaguars is a team that i've been paying attention to closely this year with their excellent defense, their excellent pair of corners, my favorite player in the NFL, Jalen Ramsey, along with A.J. Bouye. And they got a fierce pass rush to Calais Campbell, Malik Jackson, Dante Fowler. They have a really good defense. They forced the turnover late. In the fourth quarter, Telvin Smith recovered a fumble and they won the game. Offense didn't really do too much, but their defense, like I said, like I just pointed to, their defense is really Super Bowl level. They play some really good defense, and they got it done 19-7. to So, I mean, wins are hard to come by in the NFL. <laughs> just ask the Browns. Cardinals-Texans, another game I picked incorrectly. I just really didn't know, honestly, with Tom Savage being the starting QB for the Texans. I just really didn't know. But they do still have DeAndre Hopkins and Lamar Miller. I mean, they have some pieces. But I just, I just, I really just didn't know. They had Deontay Foreman who had a big dig, but he got He tore his Achilles late in that game. Tough blow for him. He had two TDs on the ground. DeAndre Hopkins caught one. Lamar Miller had one. The Cardinals, I don't know. I just expected a better outing. But I did forget that they have Blaine Gabbert starting at quarterback, so kind of my fault, but the Texans got it done 31-21, Vikings and Rams, I thought that game would have been a little bit better, but the Vikings showed that they wanted, they're, they're better than the Rams, they showed that, besides the Eagles, they're, that's the only team in the NFC that could probably beat them, honestly, the Vikings got it done with Case Keenum still starting, everybody knows Teddy Bridgewater is back and healthy, and I heard it was hard for them to go with Case Keenum. But, I mean, you got to ride the high hand, especially when you're winning. Obviously, it's not really easy to, you know, just switch over like that and go to who was their franchise guy. But Case Keenum has been playing really good. Adam Thielen, though. Let's talk about him. Six catches, a buck 23. He took a a, a hitch route for a long TD in that game. The Vikings, man, they've been rolling. That defense has been crazy. Go Vikes, man. Moving right along to the Chiefs and the Giants. Wow. I don't know who saw this coming, but it was literally a field goal game. 12-9 was the final score. Don't need to talk about anything else, but the field goals that took place in that game. Giants got it done, though. Finally got a win. Finally got a win. It's been a while since they got one. 12-9. I didn't expect the Chiefs to lose that game. Because the Chiefs have... Andy Reid has never lost to a team with a losing record after coming off a bye. So. But the Giants got it done, though. Got to give credit when credit is due. Bucks, Dolphins. Ryan Fitzpatrick got the start. Matt Moore came in for the injured Jake Cutler. Ryan Fitzpatrick, though, didn't play bad. He threw a couple of TDs. One to D Jacks, the other to OJ Howard. The Bucks, they've been all right lately. As of late, as of late. It seems like they're playing better without Jameis Winston. <laughs> but who knows? Bills' charges. I'm not even going to play the sound by you. I know what took place. I know what went down. But let's talk about the Bills electing to go with Nathan Peterman to start. I was just talking to Brian before I started recording, and I was like, man, the Bills couldn't possibly believe that Nathan Peterman was going to give them a better chance to win than Tyrod Taylor. Tyron Taylor's one of my favorite QBs in the league. Watched him at Virginia Tech. He was back up for Joe Flacco for a little while. They just couldn't possibly believe that Nathan Peterman was, was the guy to go ahead And take on the Chargers And Nathan Peterman threw five interceptions Granted maybe two of them weren't his fault But still he was awful He was awful Doesn't even make any sense Head coach Sean McDermott said in fact There's some plays he'll want back But there were also some plays where you said Hey that was pretty darn good So I don't know what he was looking at I really don't know Chargers got it done big man I ain't gonna play the time But I'm gonna say go Chargers go I sound just like him I know they got it done big. 54-24. to They got Dallas today on Thanksgiving. I think Chargers got a chance. Bengals-Broncos. Another game I picked incorrectly. I just don't know what's going on with the Broncos, man. They just, they just don't have the right QB, man. Brock Osweiler started again. They're going to start Paxton Lynch against the Raiders on Sunday. I don't know what's going on, man. Huh. <sighs> The Bengals got it done the 20 to 17. Patriots Raiders, the game that took place in Mexico City. We saw Marshawn Lynch sit for the national anthem, but stand for Mex- Mexico's national anthem. But that had nothing to do with the game. 33 to 8 was the final score. Tom Brady and the Patriots, they've been rolling, man. Brady, three TDs. Brandon Cook, six catches, buck 49 receiving. Go, Pats. Cowboys and Eagles, the Sunday Nighter. <laughs> I enjoyed every minute of that game. I enjoyed the blowout. Dak Prescott looked like a regular QB. I told you I wanted to see the real rain Dakota Prescott and I I think I saw him. I think I saw him. The guy's nothing without Zeke. Dez Bryant's not a number one receiver. Maybe on a team like the Browns or something. Maybe on a couple of teams, the Jets. But, hey man, I just don't know. Dak is not the same without Ezekiel Elliott, granted Tyron Smith did not play again. Sean Lee was out. So that has something to do. It has a lot to do with it, honestly. Sean Lee, he just can't seem to stay healthy. But the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, got it done 37-9. And the second half is where they really took off. Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott were both misfiring in the first half. I thought the Cowboys had some chances to capitalize, but they did not. Carson Wentz, three TDs, no, two TDs. Jay Ajayi had 91 yards on the ground. They ran for 200 yards in the second half alone. Go Eagles. And the Monday nighter, Falcons and Seahawks. That game came down to a Blair Walsh missed field goal to tie the game. Blair Walsh did it again. Taman Coleman got the start at running back for the injured Devontae Freeman, who was still in concussion protocol. Falcons, won the last couple of games. Shout out to them. So let's move on to week 12. Today we have three Thanksgiving games. The first one is at 1230. The Lions and the Vikings. I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings to win this one. I just think the Vikings are, are the better team. Clearly they are. But this is a must win for the Lions. They want to stay afloat in the wild card race. This should be a really good game. I think so. But I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going with that defense Just going with that defense for real. Their offense has been clicking lately. Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, Latavius Murray too, as of late. I'm going with Minnesota to win that one. Cowboys and Chargers at 430. And now go Chargers, go. That's how I'm rocking, that's how I'm feeling today. I'm going with the Chargers to win this one. I think they have a chance though, I really do. Melvin Gordon, Phillip Rivers, the defense has been playing well. Especially what they did last year. I know it was to a backup quarterback, but Casey Hayward's a good corner. They also have Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa. They have some, some players, Joey Bosa in particular. I think he wants to stick it to Dallas. I just think the Chargers have a chance. I don't know what's going on with their offense. I don't know what's going on with Dallas. They seem to have got the run game going, but as far as passing, I don't know what's going on. Dak is not the same without Ezekiel Elliott, clearly. Clearly. It should be a good game, though. That game is in Jerry's world, so maybe the Cowboys will win, but I'm going with the L.A. Chargers to win. Redskins-Giants. That game is around the corner from my house at FedEx Field. I don't really have a lot of expectations for the Redskins anymore. I remember, I picked them to go about 7-9, 8-8, and eight and eight, honestly, but I think they should win. I think they will win against the Giants, but I don't know, man. Kirk Cousins is still third in the NFL in passing. I did not know that until I read it the other day. It's pretty remarkable considering no Jordan Reed losing a pair of 1,000-yard receivers and Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garçon who have went separate places, respectively, to Tampa Bay and San Francisco. No Jordan Reed, like I said, for most of the season. Chris Thompson has been leading receiver. Josh Doxson has came alive late. Guys like Mo Harris, Jameson Crowder, they have to step up. Samaje Piran has to t- step up in this lead role at running back since Rob Kelly and Chris Thompson, as I just mentioned, is out. I think the Redskins will win this one. I think it'll be a close game. Won't be a lot of points scored. I'm going with the Redskins to get this one. And moving on to the Sunday games, we got the Falcons hosting the Buccaneers. I'm going with Atlanta. Atlanta's been rolling lately. Tevin Coleman, a guy I really like. I call him the chainsaw. People that know me, they know I like Tevin Coleman. I just think they have a better team. I don't know who's going to be checking Julio this weekend either. So, maybe the Falcons get Julio going really early. They've been playing good though lately. So, I'm going with Atlanta. Bengals-Browns. I think the Browns could beat the Bengals, but I'm picking the Bengals to win this one. They are at home. I'm going with Cincinnati. Colts-Titans. I look for the Titans to bounce back after getting demolished on Thursday. They are coming off a 10 days of rest, so that should help in this matchup against the Colts. Colts believe I'm coming off a bye week too, so it should be a good game. Two teams that are pretty well rested, but I'm going with Tennessee. Chiefs, Bills. The Chiefs just signed Darrell Revis last night, yesterday. They signed him, and he's gonna play. So I'm going with Kansas City. That's not why, but I'm going with Kansas City. They need to bounce back after that awful performance they put up against the Giants. They were trying to run some, you know, cute, exotic plays. Like, just run your offense, man. Just run your offense. I'm picking the Chiefs to beat the Bills, though. I think that game will be, you know, interesting, though. I think the Bills can make it interesting, but I'm going with the Chiefs. Patriots, Dolphins. I'm going with the Patriots without question. Enough i said Patriots are rolling now. Jets, Panthers, another game I think it's going to be close. I'm going with Carolina to win this one. I'm going with Cameron Newton. Cam Newton is bike. He's been playing well lately. I'm going with them. Panthers are also coming off of a bye. Eagles and Bears. I think the game should be instant, but the Bears do not score enough points, which is why I think the Eagles will win. Carson Wentz and the gang has been rolling. Carson Wentz is my MVP for this year. I'm going with the Eagles to win. They are at home, too. 49ers and Seahawks. I'm going with Seattle to win this one. Russell Wilson has been playing phenomenal lately. I'm going with Seattle to win this one. Rams, Saints. The Rams are hosting the Saints, but the Saints are red hot, man. It's hard to pick against them. I'm going with New Orleans. Cardinals and Jaguars. I'm going with the Jags. As I mentioned earlier, that defense has been playing phenomenal. Blaine Gabbert or Drew Stan, one of those guys is gonna start at quarterback. I expect the Jaguars to force maybe two or three interceptions. I'm going with the Jaguars, man. Raiders and Broncos, a weird game. Pax and Lynch is starting for the Broncos. I just don't know, man. This is a weird game. I'm going with i am going with Oakland. I'm going with them. And the Sunday nighter. Steelers are hosting the Packers. I'm going with Pittsburgh. They should not lose this one. Brett Hundley starting. Steelers defense has been playing really well lately. Antonio Brown, I don't know who's going to stop him. Le'Veon Bell. Juju Smith-Schuster just had a 21st birthday. They got him. I'm going with Pittsburgh, man. Pittsburgh seems to be playing well lately. I'm going with them. And the Monday Nighter, Ravens and Texans. I'm going with Baltimore. That game is in Baltimore. At M&T Bank Stadium. I'm going with Baltimore. of their defense. I think they can rattle Tom Savage and get it done. So... That just about wraps up episode number 40. I just want to thank everybody for listening. I really appreciate you guys' love and support. It's been great. It's been phenomenal. I couldn't thank you guys enough. I'm really thankful for my audience. I'm thankful for social media, man. I'm just thankful for the platform. where I can express myself, you know, just be myself with you guys and just talk about my passion, which is sports. So I just want to thank everybody for listening one last time. This is Mike Curry signing on. Episode number 40 is done. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.